Welcome to For or Against, a podcast for new friends made by old friends deciding what's good and what's bad in the world as we know it. I'm your host, Mike McFadden, and I'm joined by my co-hosts and friends, Mike Winand and Rob Zilver and Pat Lothian. Now that we record at random intervals, I'm actually genuinely interested in what's going on in your lives. Gentlemen, what is going on in your lives? Let's start with Mike Winand. Um, the side of my house is rotting off, so I got to replace that. I cut down uh, some some trees, well, trim some trees, some real, real homeowner shit, and I don't like it. Um, <laughs> but I'm learning. This is my my practice house. Um, and so uh, doing all of that, but it's still 77 degrees here in Texas, so not so bad. I feel like once you're a homeowner, this stuff, it just never, ever ends. And the best thing that we did is rent become a place. nomads yeah become nomads because then like all your problems are just someone else's problems like literally this week we had a leak coming through the window right next to me right now and it wasn't even through the window it was coming through the wall and like i didn't have to do anything other than text the landlord and be like hey your wall's leaking your shit's falling apart and like he might fix it he might not but ultimately it's not my problem so yeah. it's fine <laughs> okay robbie anything else you want to add to your <laughs> update since you jumped right in I mean, i'm just trying to keep the natural conversation flow going you know not during this part of the show robbie <laughs> well sometimes i like to break structure very very good then we'll come back to you pat what about you oh, what's going on in your life you did <laughs> I'm, I'm in timeout. so as the uh person who hates apple here <laughs> and how phones there's there's two choices apple and android i was very disappointed this week because android came out with a new update and it's the biggest refresh in like five years for how it all looks it and i sucks. think it looks like shit <laughs> like i thought that they i bought google's phone because i thought they did the best job at um how it looked um they had a really nice look going and now it looks like a fisher price toy and i'm sad are you so coming over to the, to the dark, dark side. side yeah tim I, apple the thing that sucks <laughs> is like right now i think apple looks a little nicer because they finally added widgets but they don't play nice like i would phone, love I to be able to send you a video that is not pixelated in four <laughs> by four well, resolution damn unless you could somehow convince me to use a mac computer which i don't see ever happening you don't need a mac That's computer to have an iphone yeah. no but right now my phone can connect to my computer and i can text i could use my apps through the phone through the computer so why would i not want to continue to be able to do that i'm gonna put a pin in this because that sounds like a crazy person yeah okay Rob, <laughs> let's go back to you what what's your update i'm out of time out well uh i actually saw well two things one, before we started recording, I decided for clarity purposes that I'm going to refer to Mike Wynan as Mike, and you, Mike McFadden, are now Mike too. And it only has to do by uh, order of birth. I was so, here first. Oh, I thought I was Mike also. No, no, no. Mike the number two. Oh, okay. So we're going to start with that. I'm going to start with I'll that. I'll take Mike Jr. too if he wants to be Mike Jr., but I'm Me? Mike original. <laughs> That doesn't make sense. That sounds like a father. <laughs> I don't know. I was here first. Fine. I'm, but anyways, I'm, I was happy because this past week I got to see Mike too in real life and I got to visit him at his place of work. It was really cool. I got to speak in front of the youth that uh, Mike too normally teaches and 
got to share some wisdom with them. So thanks. For Oddly, that's what they team. call him too. And they're his, he's their teacher. No, they call me Mr. McFadden or sir. <laughs> I did ask, I did ask Mike too. Before Mike too's I, not fucking around today. <laughs> before class started, I genuinely asked Mike, so in front of your students, so I need to call you Mr. McFadden. And he's like, no, no, they know that I have a first name. <laughs> so I think I did drop a mic in there once or twice. Yeah, and it was fine. It's Shaquille. You are my peer <laughs> and not my student. That's so right. And because I'm your peer, that means you will not be Mike Jr. We are on the same page. Okay, very good. My update is that Robbie Silver came and joined my class <laughs> and wowed them with stories related to his business acumen. And it was wonderful. It was genuinely fun to actually be able to uh, interview like my friend about his career, because although we've been doing this podcast for like a year and a half now, we never really delved into each other's like professional uh, you know, lives in the way that you would if you were interviewing a friend about their yeah. professional life. So it's kind of interesting for me. And uh, I was found it very interesting to I- uh, Learn about what Robbie has done for the past decade plus. And I genuinely loved, like I got to, for about, I don't know, an hour and a half, I was immersed in Mike McFadden's career. Like to see him <laughs> command a room of students, like he put on his teacher voice and he was very like stern, but fair. Like it was, it was cool. I was Mr. McFadden. I was good vibes. A real blending we'll of the, the masks. You know, we were missing we throughout the day, mixing worlds for yeah. a while there, but uh-huh. it, it was okay. It was good. All right, everybody. Well, thanks for sharing. Uh, let's get to the game. One of us is going to present a topic, and together we'll decide if we are for or against that topic. It's pretty simple. We haven't heard from Pat in a while, so Pat, why don't you lead us off with your first topic of the evening? So my three topics all kind of flow together, okay, and they're based off that. of some. Oh, thank you. They're based off of stuff that we've kind of talked about in the past, but a new twist on it. So we've talked about sequels to movies um, and how we feel about like reboots and stuff like that. Yeah. So here we go. The first one is like a sequel to a movie, but slightly different because it's a documentary and uh, Tiger King 2, the trailer mm. just dropped for Tiger King 2 on Netflix so how do we feel about the idea of a documentary show that was made and became very popular? So they're like, no, there's more money here. We should make a second documentary. And I will tell you, I watched the first season and then I watched the trailer for this and I don't know what is going on. It was just a lot of people being like, you thought that you knew everything, but you didn't. So is this the same cast of crazy characters? Um, there's most, I mean, it's mostly the same people. And then they showed like some new characters that have other shit going on, but, um, I don't know. So I'm, I, that's as much information as you have, because I didn't have us watch a trailer beforehand. Cause I want you to have as little information as other people do. Uh, so, uh, let's start with Robbie, since you had a question. Tiger King served a very specific purpose at a very specific time and place for all of us collectively as a world, because it was basically the thing that helped get us through the beginning of the pandemic. Kudos to you, Tiger King, for helping us smile and laugh during very dark times 
but we don't need you anymore. So please go away. We don't need a sequel to this. Your story has been told and we don't need to hear anymore. I am very against. Okay, Wynan. Uh, Tiger King, I enjoyed watching it. It had a real arc. The thing that I think wasn't just the topic and the characters, it had a real kind of ingenious arc to it where it presented this character. Um, what was his name? Rob Exotic or Joe, Joe Exotic. Joe Exotic. Looking at Rob. <laughs> Joe Exotic. And he's like, look at this crazy character. And then it said, well, let's peel back the layers of this onion. And it gets very dark with trigger warning, murder and rape and forced drug use and like really heavy topics. And now where are we going to go from there? As far as I understand, Joe and Rob Exotic are both in jail. Uh, Joe the people, Exotic. One of the no, Joe Exotic, Exotic is in jail. <laughs> uh, deservedly so. One of the guys is dead. Like one of the main people. Deservedly so. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh. I think a lot of the tigers are dead. So it's like, where do we go? I mean, unless there's like some twist where it's like wait exact wait a second joe exotic may not be this bad of a guy or carol baskin's gonna get her just desserts i think it's a money grab just like you said and um i don't need that in my life Mm -hmm. right now i don't see the narrative i am against mcfadden i have to be the contrarian here i mean it was a ridiculous show that served an important role in all our lives at the beginning <laughs> of the pandemic i'm ready for round two i mean we have a lot of unknowns. we're still in the pandemic somehow does joe exotic does, does he get out of jail did he secretly get pardoned by donald trump there was talk that that was gonna happen <laughs> Maybe it's like a delayed it onset pardon or something. Uh, Carol Baskin, you know, was accused of murder. Her husband, her first husband is still missing. She um, did it and Anya and Sayed did it also. They're but both, but so this it. season two could be a whole whodunit about that murder and that I am for. I want to watch, I want to see it unfold. Mm. I'm not holding out that it's going to be, um, you know, good. Uh, but I'm going to watch it. And I think all <laughs> three of you are going to watch it as well. Yeah, Pat, we talked about this correct? last time around. <laughs> nah, I'm not gonna watch the Zeitgeist. It. You're gonna watch it. I don't care about it. I'm not watching Squid Game. I don't care about any of that stuff. It doesn't matter to me. We have a blood pact. You're not allowed to watch Squid Game. <laughs> <laughs> Pat, are you gonna I, watch this? Uh, I'll probably. I mean, I'll definitely watch an episode to see. But I think a lot. All three of you are right in different ways. Um, I feel like if this came out a year from now or more that it'd be more legitimate because like there was a making of the murderer making of a murderer uh, second season and it was very sad. (laughs) Um, And it came out a while later because they had more information. They had more shot and there's supposedly a third season that they're working on. um, But the law is the law. So it takes time to, to get shit done. Um, So that makes sense. But this is like so soon. And documentaries are not easy to make. They take a long time. So the idea that they have like eight episodes of hour long content that's going to be watchable and interesting, I I struggle to believe that. But I guess we'll see. I will give it a shot. I, but I wonder, based on, the tra- based on the trailer, did it look like most of the documentary was actually filmed during the pandemic? 
or is it still previous footage? Um, I'd have to look again. Because um, I'm a little intrigued if it's all during the pandemic. Like, because ah, you're going to watch it. Uh, <laughs> I might watch 15 minutes. <laughs> all right. Anything else to add, Pat? Uh, nope. That's it. All right. Wynan, what's your topic this evening? Uh, I've got a topic uh, expiration dates on mm. um, milk, on yogurt, on meat, oh. on, on frozen foods. Uh, are these gospel? Are these guidelines? What are these? Um, Robert, you seem very jazzed to talk about this. <laughs> yeah, because... Go for it. Expir- expiration dates. Robert, what's your thoughts? Are you for or against? My wife and I have different uh, opinions on what expiration dates mean. And when it comes to expiration dates for food, I am, I, I live by them like they're the gospel. If the milk expires on October 28th, October 29th at 12.01 a.m., that thing is being poured down the drain and going in the recycling bin. Like, I do not want to. But are you drinking it at 11.59? Well, I don't drink milk at all because I'm an adult. <laughs> well, use a food that you do. <laughs> Caught you in a trap. Use a, use a food that you do eat. Are you, if it says that, that it expires you know, on the no, 29th I, and it's I the will, 28th, but it's, yeah, it's 11.45. You'll as consume? Long as, as long as it's still past the sniff, ta- the sniff test and the looks test, I'm still going to eat it. But the next day, I might let it be the day that it's expiring, but the day after, no, 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 no. Because especially for things like meat and dairy, like when those go bad, that turns into like, nasty biological poison no so like there's there's a grace period especially on deli meats where it's like oh. this is starting to go bad but no <laughs> still it's like there sweaty should, <laughs> nope. there should never be a it time smell where bad there should never ever be a time where a meat is starting to go bad and you still consume it if the if it's starting to go bad it has gone bad if, if there's any hint of a new layer of slime that didn't exist before if there's any hint of a different odor or a different but I'm telling profile, you, are you trusting the powers that be with that data on it? Yes, because I think they err on the side of caution. So they're actually going to give you that date probably a couple days earlier than it really needs to be. So does that not feed into what Mike is saying? Yeah, and I also have yeah, to ask but a I, question. Are, okay. are we differentiated between use by and sell by? And if it's a sell-by, what's the grace period past the sell-by? You know, I I personally don't think that deeply into it. I'll get into my own thoughts later, but... um, (laughs) So, by the way... Use your own interpretation. When I'm at the grocery store, I don't know if you guys do this. Maybe this is just me being really picky. But if I'm shopping, every um, perishable item that I buy, I will look through several of them. Well, that's just smart. and look at the expiration date, and I'll always pull the latest expiration date. I'm glad you're not crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael, I think we, we heard from you. You are you are for you are against them. You think that they are mere guidelines? No, I, I'm not against them, but I think that they are guidelines. I don't I don't hold them as gospel in the way that Robbie and my spouse does. And I I will look at the the date but then i will use my senses i will i will view it i will smell it 
I will uh, look for any, you know, new growth. <laughs> and and if it's there, listen and see if it's I'll listen if it's if it's you know humming. I'm I'm not gonna have it. I'm gonna use my senses and uh, including taste. You know, even if I'm questioning, I might go ahead and cook it, and then I'll give it that bite, and then bite. Yeah, still good. Or <laughs> shouldn't have done that. But I only had a small bite, so I'll be okay because I have over the years, you know, built a tolerance to some foodborne passion, uh, pathogens. <laughs> you have a child, yeah. Uh, okay, Pat, you have you've soaked in your chair here, ready to pounce. We haven't heard from you. What are your thoughts uh, uh, on expiration dates? Well, one thing that I thought about recently is um, it seems like any meat that you get lasts significantly less than you think it does. Like <laughs> lunch meat, like I'd have, I'm, I'm going to explain. Okay. So like lunch meat I'd have, and it would be like two weeks later, I'm still eating it. And then I looked up, like I'd have a <laughs> chicken breast from the deli. And I looked up like, how long does this last to see if it's still good? And it's always like one to two days or like two to three days, even with lunch meat, lunch meat's like four to five days. Yeah. Why would you eat it two weeks after it was opened? Well, because it's still good. Like Mike said, (laughs) I don't, I don't know. (laughs) Even Mike T doesn't know about that. Uh, I was just shocked at like how little, how much, how little time you had to eat some meats. But then I would have like a chicken that's like packaged, but it's still like fresh cut, like a green wise chicken. And it says like, it's good for like two weeks. So that's very confusing. I don't yeah, know but when if- you, Once you open a package of meat or you cook meat, then it should be consumed within three or four days. And that is this, that's why for deli meat, once it's open, you got four days or so is about where you should be. And yes, you can be like Mike too and stretch it to five days, maybe six days. But two weeks, that's, that's past the guidelines. But then like they, they open up the container to cut it for you. So how long do you, how long has it been opened before? Like, has it been sitting there for three weeks before they cut that piece off for you? And then you're like, oh, this is good. It's all a conspiracy. <laughs> so he's against. <laughs> uh, I'm going to peek. I'm going to tell you this may be news to some of you on air, but I am on a journey that I aim to complete by the end of the year to become a vegetarian or at very least a pescatarian. Um, yeah. And so this is one of the reasons because meat is gross <laughs> and I don't want to have to play these games, but I, for, I know some things about me that are um, irrational. And one of them is I have this Orwellian double think that's in my brain. I can have both, Mike and Rob in my brain at the same time where I know for a fact that these dates are like pushed up because they want to sell more milk and that milk Mm -hmm. is perfectly fine. (laughs) And, you know, honestly, it's not going to hurt me. You know, I'm not going to have gastrointestinal issues if it's one day over, but I also look at that number and the second that it goes over, it is (laughs) out the door. Um, both of those things can exist and be true in my brain. So uh, I guess that means I am uh, four. Just Have you... eat the old milk. 
<laughs> eat it because it's curdled so much. <laughs> you know, you eating milk. <laughs> How long have you been on this journey and what progress have you made so far? Uh, since the beginning of October, so three weeks, and I've eaten meat one time since then. Hey, that's nice. Is chicken meat in this? So that's why my, my wife is trying to tell me that that chickens are too dumb to have any uh any any should have any sweat over them whatsoever. But um, yeah, uh, in your in your in my mind, is this coming from like still gross? Is this coming? Is this coming from a you feel bad for the animals place or you think that like industrial farming practices are disgusting? So it's coming or, from or some three different option. places. It's coming from three different places. Dive in. Let's go. I want to know. This is a total. Okay. This is a new podcast. Uh, <laughs> um, Mike's one, vegetarian journey. Yeah, Mike's vegetarian journey. Pescatarian because I still I'm, I'm getting swole. So I need some protein in my life. No. Um, but um uh, so one is um, that the, the, like 40, I mean, these numbers are not accurate, but it's close to um, something like 30 to 40 percent of all carbon uh, creation is from food production. And I think more than half of that is from meat production. So that's one portion of it. I do think that uh, animals are, are um, sentient beings. Um, and, um, you know, they're not great conditions, particularly for ones that you get like fast food and stuff that are grown in other countries and don't have the same kind of regulations that we do specifically like McDonald's is most of that beef comes from Brazil. Um, and then the last one was my sweet baby boy, Lawrence K. Roscoe Esquire, my dog. Um, I can see in his brain that he's, he's not just, not just a food and I wouldn't eat a dog. And I wouldn't eat a cow either. And also the fourth thing, it's gross. Like it's weird. And I don't want to have to check my food if it has a slime on it. So I guess there's a lot of competing factors. You can do that with lettuce too. You can't just eat old lettuce. I guess, but it's kind of, it's, there's a, there's a, I'm going to chip away at each of these. (laughs) Can I add a fifth thing too? Is uh, that red meat consumption of any kind, but especially processed red meat, has a direct correlation of an increased risk of heart disease and strokes. For, for sure. For sure. It does. So, hmm. Well, it's very easy to be you... vegetarian, very easy to be vegetarian and still a fat fuck. Like you can have <laughs> so much, you just replace, Oh, I'm not going to eat meat today. I'll just have a bowl of pasta, which is like just as bad for you. <laughs> oh, so I'm pasta. still trying to figure this out. All right. Well, yeah. Good luck. I'm excited to learn more. As I may as abandon it one day and be on like, journey. "You guys want to get some bacon?" <laughs> that's your that's your truth. <laughs> I was at Mike Mike. I was at Paulina Meat Market today, and I saw literally <laughs> like 200 different types of sausages in front of me. It was really nice. Yeah, they, they, those guys do it right. And you, yeah. if you want to hear some Chicago accents, ask them like, "What's the what's the the cut of the day?" They'll really get at you with a real uh super fan style accent at yeah. the meat market on uh, lincoln and polina for sure all right thanks mike robbie what's your topic uh this is for a question for you guys personally uh, are you yes. for or against yourselves sleeping in pajamas i'm going to start with that <laughs> uh against i sometimes have to sleep on top of or just push away the covers and the sheet 
because I sleep, I'm just run so hot. So <laughs> the idea of like having extra clothing on makes me sad. Can, oh, and, and as part of this question, each of you needs to describe what you do sleep in, if anything. Um, in boxers. So you sleep in boxers and you throw the covers and the sheets off of you. So you're just like laying almost entirely naked without <laughs> any covering over you. Yes. Okay. I need a and photo. Still sweating. <laughs> <laughs> it's that beard, man. That that glorious beard that we were talking to before we started recording. Like, I bet that that adds up in the Fahrenheit. Keeps them warm. Yeah. Okay, Mike. Too. How about you? I'm uh, not a pajama wearer, and um, I'm a boxer brief, but specifically me undies brand. They're very soft, made of micro modal mm. or modal. I'm not sure how you pronounce it. And uh, that's that's my nighttime routine. Do you wear a t-shirt at all or is it just yep. the box briefs? Just the box briefs. Do you also? Sheets. And- I, 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 and so we run our air conditioning <laughs> like probably three quarters of the year. So it's nice. always very cold. And so you that. need to <laughs> have sheets and like a duvet in our uh, yeah I well we used to always have the fan on and then I'd be under the sheets but then the baby's in our room and there's this very specific temperature that you want to stay in uh because then they're less likely to die in the middle of the night so <laughs> Gotta avoid that we, do not run the fan. we don't run the fan very good okay Mike original I uh original Mike I um <laughs> I set my temperature to 69. Nice. Because that's the right sleeping <laughs> temperature. Um, and Give himself a nice. <laughs> it is nice. What's wrong? It's a, it's a nice temperature. Right. Uh, anyway, 69. Nice. And um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> and I, I, uh, I am in boxer briefs. So I have evolved. I have moved past Mike McFadden. We could have a real long conversation about boxer brief choices i've passed me undies into mm. uh, i am now a tommy john's lifer unless of course me undies wants to give us podcast money me undies yeah. is just for sleep my my daytime preference oh you swap of, oh. yes pair of thieves brand i don't even know what that brief. is pair of thieves is that talking about your balls um <laughs> i don't know that's not that's not how i think of it but you will now I guess I can't not. Um, we will talk about this off. I forget the specific name, but it's like it's a performance brand. So it's like uh, it's like moisture wicking. They're real good because you need that sports performance when you're teaching a classroom of 17 year olds. He gets very nervous. Yeah, I'm not, like thinking about that. Those two things together. <laughs> okay, so I'm I'm caught up on this fact that you wear one pair of underwear during the day. And then in the evening, what a luxurious lifestyle he lives. Where he <laughs> gets to have a costume yes, change. I, I've worked very hard to get to where I am today. <laughs> I will not apologize for my. I'm just in my, I'm, I'm in awe, and I admire you. And I didn't even think of that. Mm-hmm. It's just the the level ahead that you are of the rest of humanity. I'm. I just applaud it. And okay. in the morning, you take off the boxers that you wore at night. Those are sleep boxers. So sleep those boxes, boxes are only for eight hours of sleeping. Yeah. So you only have one hours. pair that you wear every night? No, I've got multiple. <laughs> Dude, this is a good question. Do you ever reuse the same pair for evening time? Or is it like once they're worn once, they go in the laundry? 
Uh, I'm not working up a sweat at night when I'm sleeping, so I'll, I'll reuse two, three nights. The expiration you know. date on that is also <laughs> yeah, it's it's negotiable. <laughs> <laughs> um, Robbie, I, I want to hear uh, what you think about pajamas, but then I also have a follow up for everybody afterwards. Uh, I I love pajamas, but not for sleeping. Like I like them for if it's an eat. I will get out of my jeans and work clothes, which my work clothes kind of look like pajamas anyways. But, and then if I'm going to like lounge with my wife for a couple hours before bedtime, I might have on like sweatpants or pajama pants. Maybe they're for several Christmases ago, my wife's family, they all bought like a set of pajamas for everyone. And I still have those. So they're like a plaid top and a plaid bottom. That's really for special occasions, but occasionally I'll bust those out. Again, but just for lounging. When it comes time to go to bed, never, ever, ever. It's too hot for pajamas. Yeah. Um, I'm just a traditional boxer guy myself. I know that's kind of old school, but so be it. I wear boxers and I do, if it's really cool, I'll wear a t-shirt and boxers. But if it's warm, I'll go strictly boxers. But I think the most oftentimes I'll, I'll do boxers and t-shirt combo and then throw a sheet on top and be good with it. Okay, my follow-up question on this topic is, do you wear socks at night? And if so, how many people have you killed? <laughs> that is the right question. Never, ever, ever, ever wear socks in bed. And I've killed at- zero people. I don't wear socks during the day. <laughs> just at night. I <laughs> have socks for the day, and then I have night socks. Brought to you by MeUndies. No, no, I don't wear socks at night. Okay, what am I, a crazy person? I do have own a union suit, but which is like the thing that old prospectors first wear. But that's just as a one-time goof because you can unbutton the back and your butt shows. But I've yeah. actually never worn it for sleep purposes. Okay, very good. I, I'm pretty sure that the adult milk drinkers are also the sock wearing. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, we're only doing six topics and now we're going to break for a commercial for against is brought to you by us. Well, technically our merch store at foragainstpod.com slash shop. We'll be updating the shop soon with holiday items. So if there's a certain pink shirt on there, you've been eyeing now would be a good time to get it before it's gone. Things can't be au courant forever. That's kind of the point. Anyway, go buy something at foragainstpod.com slash shop. And we're back. All right, Pat, on to you. What's your topic? Well, I think that we've miscounted topics unless people... We've done four. We've done three. We've done three, and we should have five left. Okay, then we'll do a total of eight. <laughs> or seven. I might just stick to two. No, we're doing six. We're doing six. Well, we could do however it's many. However many you want. If, let's just let's see three. how it goes. It's like an expiration date. It's just a guideline. <laughs> Pat. Okay. So my next one was apparently also Robbie's topic. And it is the new Pixar movie Lightyear. And what this movie is, is they are saying that Buzz Lightyear from Toy Story is based off of a real person. And this is the story of that astronaut that they made a toy of after his life. So uh, what I don't know is if there's like an evil Zod character in it that you just got that, Robbie. I didn't know that it was. The trailer trailer. does not say that. Oh, no, the trail. Yeah, you wouldn't know by the trail. I just had read about it before. Yeah, I thought it was. 
I thought that it was the origin story of the toy Buzz Lightyear. I didn't realize it was the origin story of a real See, person. I thought it was the hallucinatory fever dream of the toy who thought he was <laughs> a real Andy. person that didn't exist. <laughs> yes, mm. that would be the most likely scenario. So my question is, well, twofold. You can say whether or not you're interested in the movie, but are you interested in the concept of the true fake story of another <laughs> character so like if or a real person so like what if they came out with the fonzie story and it was the guy that fonzie's based off of or something like that so what do you think i'm gonna start with robbie because i think his mind was just blown and i'm interested to see yeah. what he thinks now my mind was blown because i thought it was not that at all um but I'm going to start with the narrow version of the topic, which is that in this particular case, I'm for it because Pixar can do no wrong. Pixar is perfect in every way. Every movie they, they make is perfect. This movie will be perfect. So I was not great. Didn't see it, but uh, I should have seen it because it's Pixar. But maybe not. But this movie will be perfect and I'm for it. And I, I'm for origin stories. I'm for, especially like origin stories of known beloved characters. Now that you mentioned Fonzie, yeah, I kind of want to know more about his backstory. Like what was his upbringing like from <laughs> age zero Fonz to 14? That'd be interesting. I'm, I'm for this all across the board. Okay, uh, let's go with McFadden. I also am for this. This trailer looks awesome. <laughs> I really want to see it. Um, I think it's clever that they were able to like continue the franchise, but basically take it in a totally different direction. Um, this isn't a great analogy, but I sort of feel like, uh, even though I haven't seen it, but like the Joker movie is like that sort of in that vein. Well, it may be, but I'm just saying like, they were able to take characters that you know and do something new with them. It's going to be awesome, <laughs> and I want to see it. Four. Whining. One of the very first topics we had on the show was uh, why doesn't, I don't even know what the topic specifically was, but a conversation we had was why doesn't Hollywood come up with new ideas? And, you know, I really have an urge with this to say that, like, we came up with an idea in 1995 and here's the sixth movie that we're making off of this idea everyone's too fucking afraid to come up with a new idea and so they're making another thing although this trailer looks good i'm for <laughs> <laughs> but it's not that they're afraid to come up with new ideas it's they are why would they pass on something that they can guarantee will make them a shit ton of money I like know. that's They're why gonna they tell a good story. compelling story and i loved mike that <laughs> that you just made that point but like literally 60 seconds ago you were shitting on soul a brand new concept created by <laughs> a large that's movie an house. excellent point um and uh pixar because they had started doing a lot of sequels and i don't remember what they finally decided on but they decided to make less sequels and more original stuff um so and this isn't a, a sequel. This is yeah. I this agree. is. Just I really, really want it to be like in the mind of of Buzz Lightyear, who's having a mental break and can no longer no no longer Andy stand goes to the college, fact that he is experimenting object. with <laughs> yes. MDMA. Yes, and mushrooms. That's a movie and I would line Andy's up for. Fever dream. 
Well, the reason or, or why- we find we find out that everything within Toy Story, that whole thing was always a fever dream by mm-hmm. Buzz Lightyear. And he's really just like, it's one bad <laughs> that trip that he's having. Commander Zod, yeah, put him in some kind of uh, you know, a hologram thing, made him believe that he was a toy. Yeah. <laughs> um well, because the the reason I know what this is about is I had seen that uh, Chris Pratt is yeah. a voice of is Chris Buzz Evans. L- oh, it's Chris Evans. Yeah. Oh, okay. It says it in the um, title of the trailer. Oh, okay. That's why it didn't sound like it. that's funny. Um, so I'm like Second that. Best Chris. I'm like, why would they not have Tim Allen do the Buzz Lightyear movie? Like, I just thought it was a movie about Buzz Lightyear. So then it made sense. It was like, okay, it's an actual person, so it wouldn't be Tim Allen anyway um robbie you're close pixar's made four bad movies three of them are about talking cars yeah yeah one of them is about a boy and his friend dinosaur which i fell asleep what was that one I'd... it's called a boy dinosaur. And dinosaur. And the dinosaur. <laughs> by the way is it that forgettable is it bad for me to say that i actually liked the original cars I yes. thought it was nice. It was a nice movie. You're allowed to have an opinion nope. that differs from us. Against. All right. Um, Thanks, Pat. Yeah, so four. So more? This movie's going to be awesome. Okay. Excellent. <laughs> Mike, what's your next topic? My next Possibly topic, topic is can't remember. a $750 million business that globally. Artificial plants. We are all often in spaces doing work or in spaces kind of confined lately over the last 24 months or so there's uh, an urge to brighten that up um, and many 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 people think artificial plants are that answer mike mcfadden i know for a fact that glenbrook south high school has a shockingly low number of windows uh because i've been there uh would you ever brighten your <laughs> office up with uh with some artificial plants uh yeah i would consider it absolutely um maybe like a a a realistic looking but artificial succulent for my desk i could i could see doing that having a little bit of greenery is uh pleasing to the eye here in my home we have three artificial plants we have two fiddle leaves and a uh um, orchid and you never have to water them they look real enough aesthetically they are pleasing to the eye and i'm not going to kill them by neglecting them so i'm for everybody should have an artificial plant and i'm even in favor of people who intermix real plants with artificial plants there you go robert (laughs) i didn't know that last part was a thing do people have like a little forest at home with some real some fake i don't know sure (laughs) i am for fake plants they are easier to take care of because you don't need to take care of them at all but they really don't like real plants are better right like real plants are gonna clean the air they actually can like improve uh if you have any breathing respiratory issues they actually are positive for your physical health and I think they're probably positive for your mental health, right? Like there's something there where it's like plants make you feel good. I don't know if that's, if fake plants do that. I'm assuming not because they're fake, but I still am for them. But if I have a fake plant, it needs to look 
real. Like I, I don't want to fake plant that looks kind of to really lie to you. Yeah, exactly. So I'm for it. Also, as much as I was just professing why real plants are better, I actually I don't want to water them. So I would probably get a fake plant instead. Okay. Patrick, what say you? I think I'm against fake plants for myself. I have no problem with fake plants in the world, but that's not like, like I put a plant somewhere because it's nice to have the plant and it's real and you water it and whatnot. I don't, I wouldn't think like, oh, that spot just needs green. So I'm going to get a fake plant to go there. That's just not where I'm at. So I think I'm against. Also, we have a spot in our house that is a magical orchid spot because orchids only last so long. Mm -hmm. And this spot, we've had like three orchids there in the entire like five years we've lived here. And not only do they last, like this one has been flowered for like five months and they regularly lose the flower and then grow another flower, which I've never had happen before. So it's like a magic spot. You guys should get one. Uh, Pat is right. Rob and Mike are wrong. Um, I allow myself to be in two, two minds in, in some instances in my life, but I can never have, I mean, I understand the urge of like, I am in a dark, dark place. And I just need something to remind me that there is life in the world. And therefore you buy something that is the antithesis of that uh, only makes that darkness a shade darker. It's uh, no. a sad thing. Uh, don't get it's, them. It's sad because of your interpretation of it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, allow That's, it to that lie says to more you about you. If you're going to embrace the lie, go for it. But they are lies. Um, <laughs> and uh and I am against them. Only uh, one can look at our lives. Uh, plan and say this is this represents all the darkness in the world. It does. It is a representation of our need for what society cannot bring us, which is time outside. All right, Thoreau. Uh, Robbie, let's move along to your. Is this your final topic? Yeah, this is my final topic. I'm I'm doing okay. two. I'm okay, also I doing two. I sent you guys okay. a link to this article. The article is titled, Are Houses with Names Making a Comeback? And so I want to know, are you guys for or against houses with names? Would you ever name your own house? All three of you own houses that you live in right now. Uh, does your house have a name now? Would it ever have a name? And to give you an example of where this came from, um, I was listening to Taylor Swift's song. And she references a house called Holiday House, which is a house that it was called a Holiday House before she bought it. And then she bought it and it's still called Holiday House. Um, in this article, it references that Martha Stewart's estate is called Skylands. Um, there's a, um, a descendant of, the, of John Rockefeller. His home is called Ringing Point. Um, there's another article I found where you can have, a, there's a home called Lilac Cottage. Uh, there are famous ones like Kensington Palace, lots of different names for houses, famous and not so famous. And the trend, I think, is starting to pick up for less famous homes. Would you be for or against uh, naming a house? Let's start with Mike, too. I don't have a name for my house. 
Um, although I, I do sometimes refer to my parents' house by its street name, but that, that only works in the context of no one who lives on my parents' street. So I don't know. Dox, if some, necessarily... dox your parents right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to do that. Um, I like the idea, but I feel like you have to have a home worth naming. And I think that's an objective measure, not a subjective measure. It needs to be an estate, a manor, a cottage. It probably needs to be a secondary home as opposed to a primary residence. Somewhere like you need to summer there in order for it to be be worthy of a name or you go on holiday there and if you don't do either of those two things i think i'm against the idea of naming your home uh full stop and for that second home even then is it douchey to like have a name for your second home is that pompous mm, it could be but if you have a second home Lean you've in. earned the rights to be a douche <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, Patrick, would you ever name your home? Um, so I feel like there's more and more like neighborhoods with names. Um, or maybe that's just around here. There's a lot of that. Like, I feel like I didn't really see that when I was growing up. But now like every neighborhood has like the bricks on either side of the road and then a big plaque that says what it is. Um, I... I am usually against this. I was pretty much what McFadden said, but I kind of think it to have just like a normal house and then name it just for fun, I think might be fun. That might be like an ironic fun. Can you give it like a, a person's name? Like sometimes people do with their dogs, like Bruce, or Caitlin. <laughs> no. Welcome to Bruce. <laughs> So I'm going like to enter Bruce. <laughs> okay, we have one against and one four. I like where this is going. Original Mike, how about you? Uh, this is never a thing I'll need to worry about. <laughs> Mike hit the nail on the head. This is for a very select group of, of people who have to worry about such things as to what to call their, their cottage, their compound, their, I don't know, layer, if you're a, a, uh, a villain um but um yeah i i don't think they're coming being coming back because the number of people who have this kind of wealth is getting smaller so uh i'm against this because i don't have to worry about it maybe if you have a ranch you can call a ranch a thing but so but your, your ranch is different than a home yeah because a lot fair. of people name their ranch if they have a ranch and it, it's a different sort of but thing you live on i the think ranch. Yeah, but here's here's I think I figured it out. You need to have the house needs to have staff. If the house Ooh, has staff, okay. then you're entitled to it needs to be it. a home and a workplace at the same time. <laughs> a workplace for others. For others, yeah. You work from home doesn't <laughs> not <count>. you. No. <laughs> Robbie, are you naming your uh, apartment? <laughs> My first in well, no, you definitely cannot name an apartment. It's only for homes. Uh, but you can't name instinct, someone else's home <laughs> that's right my first instinct was kind of the same as yours and it seems pretentious and douchey but the more i think about it i'm like why not and i i kind of reject your premises mike's that it needs to be a second home or that you need to have a certain amount of wealth or that your home needs to have a certain level of uh, uh people who work there 
I think it could just be a fun thing to do. If even if you have a modest home, like make it yours, give it an identity. And it, I feel like it adds a level of charm and whimsy that like, there's no downside to it. It only can be fun and make you feel good and create, add some extra character to wherever you live. So I'm naming my house, wet cardboard palace. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I'm for that. I think that's Robbie. I was initially going to refute what you were saying in all manner. Uh, but Anna. I think you make a, a <laughs> point. Sorry. I think you made a point that you can name it if it is a very whimsical home. If you, if it looks like, you live in a gingerbread house, then, then you can name it. Or like if a witch may, may also reside there, then you can name it. Uh-huh. So there needs to be a very defining characteristic about the home. I used to live can... in an old building that was a Turkish bathhouse at the turn of the century. Turn of the yeah, so you could call that the bathhouse. We called it the bathhouse. Yeah, that makes nice. sense. That's nice. That's nice. Yeah, so rich history or off the charts whimsy <laughs> and you're entitled to naming your home. That's fair. All right, thanks Rob. Uh, Pat, do you have one final topic for us this evening? Or I is that do. It? So the final one in this theme, um, there's a lot of shows that have been doing this recently, but I kind of want to focus specifically on this show and it is Dexter. So Dexter is coming back. I, I had trouble finding out if they, are only going to do one season or like if, if people really like it, if they do more, but it feels like, and somebody, the producer even said like, this will give Dexter the ending that it deserves, which made me think it's going to be one season, but people love the show. And then I have a feeling um, that the writers, they had the ending at Dexter's old so I'm just gonna say what happens so uh he has to run away and he becomes a lumberjack far away from where he was serial killing people a tree murderer yes (laughs) so I'm sure the writers knew like what his life became and they thought it was interesting but a lot of people didn't like it I actually kind of like the ending um but this is like showing what happened to him after he transitioned and um, I think it's probably gonna be awesome because I love Dexter, but with the idea of like getting a second shot at ending a series, which is such a hard thing to do. Uh, what do we think of this? I'm gonna start with wine in this time. Uh, I, this has happened before. Um, immediately what came to mind was El Camino, which was that movie that takes place after um, Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was cool. That kind of resolved some things. I, I actually really enjoyed that more than most of Breaking Bad. Um, what else has done this? Um, Fuller uh, House. Neon Genesis Evangelion <laughs> has done this, which is a whole nother world. Um, yeah, this is cool. Uh, oh, yeah. The, the new movie version, which is a prequel, which is kind of different, but like gives kind of some context to... Um, uh, what is uh, I, I'm seeing a psychiatrist, but I'm also the Buzz mobster Lightyear. boy. What's it? Uh, what's it called? Sopranos. Sopranos. <laughs> yeah. Sopranos. So this is this is a this is an excellent thing. If people want to revisit a world, fine. I don't. I think that's a little bit different than what I was talking about earlier, which is like just continuing until it's uh, till they can't make any more money off of it. Um, so I'm for. Cool. 
Uh, McFadden. I think that I'm for this generally. I never got into Dexter. I think I might still have season one and season two of your DVDs of Dexter. <laughs> um, I think it's one of those shows that I would like to watch at some point. Um, so I, I'm not super familiar with like, what how I they said. ended it or, or how they're trying to end it. Uh, but yeah, I like this, like, especially a show that you're very fond of, like getting another, whether it's like a movie that is a continuation pseudo sequel, like El Camino, or like just another season to try to end things right. I think I'm for that. I think uh, Arrested Development kind of did this, or mm -hmm. to a certain extent, and that was fun. I think I still have a season that I need to watch of that, the last, the last, last one. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, why not? Let's, let's keep keep it going and i also like that wine in is for this but not for the idea of rehashing tired ideas when it's a movie <laughs> i'm a i'm a very uh i'm a mini layered person he's a man yes. of two minds uh and robbie uh i remember for like the five years after we graduated college anytime i came over to your house your parents house you would just not shut up about this TV show, Dexter. <laughs> and I'm like, great. I'm glad you like this so much. But I have not seen a single second of this show ever. <laughs> All I know is that it's about a serial murder. And then whatever else you just told me now about him moving to the woods or whatever. And I don't care anymore. But I respect, <laughs> respect the idea of trying to like, create a great ending for a show that a lot of people love uh i'm for it uh even if it's well no not fuller house but in general i think it's a, a lovely idea it can only make a fan base happy let's do more of that and Always. they make a lot of money too <laughs> yeah um so you should check dexter out robbie um <laughs> uh yeah i obviously am excited for this and it made me I mean, it didn't make me, I was also thinking about this idea for, I just rewatched Friday Night Lights and they transitioned Ooh. to a new city. The, the coach and his wife transitioned to a new city to live a new life. And I'm like, I would watch that show again if they did it in their new location. Let's do it. So I'd be up for that. Let's, let's tell them to do that. I just want to say we're currently Michelle and I are watching Friday Night Lights and we're in the last season and that is a masterclass in how to handle high school aged um, actors. Now, a lot of it doesn't make sense because like the best friends, one's like a sophomore and a senior. It's like that doesn't make any sense at all. Um, but they, they made it work as best as they could. And then they brought an entirely new cast that was even better than the first when they go to East Dillon. So Good job, Coach Taylor. Pat, check out thank you for your time. <laughs> I will check out your Canadian team, Romney. <laughs> That's like, actually, Degrassi was Winans, um Dexter. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, <laughs> Anytime we're at your house, like, hey, look, you Degrassi's gotta watch on. this show. <laughs> <laughs>
Drake <laughs> is on it, and we don't know who that is yet. We will. <laughs> <don't know> <laughs> <is yet. laughs> All right. Well, that's our show. That's it, everybody. Thanks uh, for listening. You can find us on Instagram at For Against Pod. And speaking of Instagram, do us a favor. Next time you're tagging a bunch of friends in a group photo, and one friend doesn't look great, like they're blinking or have something in their teeth or whatever, tag at For Against Pod instead. You save your friend from having to acknowledge a bad photo, and we might confuse someone enough to listen. It's a win-win situation. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye. Just old friends on the podcast to build a defense on ridiculous topics are you for or against? Discussing random issues, man, the show is immense. So tune in and choose the side that you sit on the fence, man. We debate a lot of issues, boy, where do we start? I also drink milk and self driving cars. You're listening now to for or against. So turn the volume up, this is for or against. <laughs>